This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents, which you can also access at cortezcurrents.ca. When a large volume of logs were dumped in Gorge Harbor during the 1970s and 80s, they caused extensive damage to the underwater environment. One of the questions raised at Mosaic's Cortez Island Zoom meeting last January revolved around the possibility that reactivating the log dump could also have negative impacts. Mike Moore dove beneath the log dump about 15 years ago. At that time, he observed a thick layer of wood debris and sediments covered by material mats. Moore was concerned about the possibility a new disturbance of the sediments could pollute nearby shellfish operations. He's made a number of dives in the gorge since then. Just this spring, maybe a month and a half ago, I dove the bottom to check some moorings by the big barge that's anchored just off the log dump. I was happily surprised to see that the bottom was very alive there. And it was a bouldery bottom with lots of growth on it. Then I also have dove some docks and their moorings in the immediate neighborhood and found that the bottom is clean. It's either sand or boulders. During the log dumping operation held by the community forest and the Clahoos earlier this year, I did ask some neighbors in the area if they'd noticed turbidity in the water, and they said they hadn't really noticed any difference at all. And I did actually ask some of the guys from Island Sea Farms if they had noticed any impact in terms of turbidity on their product, and they said no. A Mosaic spokesperson emailed, quote, We have positive working relationships with our neighbours that hold aquaculture tenures directly adjacent to our Gorge Harbour facility, unquote. The question arose again last week. In a post to the Cortez Tideline, Dr. Brian Hayden cited scientific studies from 1977 and 2011 to substantiate his concerns about the log dump. This is a recipe for disaster for the marine environment, the benthic environment, the sea, the seabed floor for Gorge Harbor. And it's had a bad impact from the time they started dumping logs here until the present. Cortez Currents forwarded Dr. Hayden's objections onto Mosaic. The company spokesman replied that the log dump site has been in use for 40 years and their operations will only be a fraction of the size that occurred historically. She said the rate of use is an important factor. Quote, we're planning a few truckloads a day when active, which is only a portion of the year. Over the last few decades, various science and standards, including environmental standards, legislation, Department of Fisheries and Oceans, best management practices, and professional requirements have evolved to improve and ensure environment values are managed appropriately. Today's standards ensure environmental values are considered, and mosaic forest management follows or exceeds all legislation. Our team of independent professional biologists, qualified marine biological professionals, engineers, and forest professionals have assessed the site to ensure all our activities comply with or exceed federal and provincial legislation. We have completed an environmental assessment including an underwater scuba assessment that meets or exceeds the DFO requirements. Moore does not regard the lack of negative impacts from the dumps earlier this year as conclusive. The volume that was dumped was quite small. 
My concerns were that sediment gets stirred up and put into the water column and it gets uptaken by our very prolific shellfish industry. I have read studies where bark, Douglas fir bark, cedar bark is really bad. Hemlock bark is really bad for salmonoids. And I don't know if there's actually been studies on what those toxins in the water would do to shellfish, but they are toxins. And uh, so they're definitely worthy of consideration. I'd be happy to go down in the next few weeks underneath the log dump and just collect samples. But this, it basically needs to be scientifically done. Colin Cosman said, oh yes, our marine biologists have, have checked it out and they say it's all fine. But I don't know if that meant actually taking samples from the bottom and seeing what contaminants, what toxins are in those sediments and the bacterial mass. Dr. Brian Hayden explained it. From past experience, we know that when you dump logs into the water here, that a lot of bark comes off and the bark contains a lot of toxic materials for marine life. In the past, it was fairly well documented that the log dumping has resulted in carpeting the bottom of uh, Gorge Harbor with bark detritus from dumping logs. It's basically putting toxins into the Gorge Harbor here, and that doesn't go away. The effects have been documented as persisting since the 1970s right up until the present. So it's a long-term effect and it's basically created anoxic environments that prevent marine life from living on the seabed floor in the marine environment of the gorge. For anybody who hasn't actually been here and seen it, Gorge Harbor <clears throat> has got a very narrow entrance where all the water has to come in and go out in tidal flows. This creates basically very poor circulation within the gorge. In addition to that, the sill for that entranceway is raised so that what we've got is an enclosed basin that is bowl-shaped where very little can move out of it once it falls to the bottom. Dr. Hayden cited the 1977 study, Gorge Harbor Tidal Circulation and Pollution Study, by Eric Mann and Stuart Parkinson. They did a survey of the seabed floor and marines in Gorge Harbor here at that time and found that there was a bed of bark and twigs and other organic material that carpeted almost the entire floor of the gorge, but especially where the log dump is and also in the west end where things tend to accumulate. That was covered by a few centimeters of silt and that this is gradually decaying and the decay of this material used up the oxygen in the seabed floor and as a result basically it's a dead zone very little is happening there he also cited a 2011 report on environmental conditions in gorge harbor that william heath and others drew up for the ministry of forests lands and natural resource operations they did measurements of redox potential of the sediments in the bottom, which is a measure of the amount of oxygen there. And they found that the redox potential for, I think it was five out of the eight samples that they took in the east end of the gorge 
had very low levels of oxygen, and they had this vegeta kind of bacterial mats that occur there that form in low oxygen environments, and they produce this stinky sulfide kinds of smells in those areas. Those vegetoria mats occurred in six out of the eight samples that they did in the east end of the gorge near, again, where the log dump is located. So this condition of low oxygen and anaerobic kinds of conditions has persisted there. Now, you can't see that from the surface so much, and in the upper levels of the water column are the ones that get most flushed out when the tidal surges come in and go out, so that the upper levels are not as affected. Those would be the ones that you might notice if you were boating or diving or things like that. When you go down to the bottom, it's a dead zone. I've had friends that have gone diving, and I said, well, what's it like down in the bottom? And they said, well, it's like a desert. That's what the bottom of the gorge is like. They said it's a desert. That's how they described it. There's just not much growing down there at the bottom. The top three or four meters is the part that gets flushed out. And then uh, below that, it's a closed basin. And that's where everything accumulates. And that includes a number of organic sources. The log dump is the worst of them. But the industrial level of uh, shellfish production in the gorge has added to that. It makes everything even more critical. One of the studies that Brian Hayden refers to is from 1977. This is just my hypothesis because I haven't looked at old logging maps, but that was in the heyday of industrial logging on Cortez Island. I can just imagine that the gorge and the log dump area was probably a huge log booming ground where logs would be tied up on both the east end and the west end, awaiting weather and awaiting enough volume so that they could be towed out the entrance and down south to the sawmills and pulp mills. I can imagine also that there was a lot more impact on the upshore areas of the gorge due to logging. And there would have very likely have been quite a bit of sedimentation coming down from those logging areas surrounding the gorge. From what Morris said, his dive at the log boom may have taken place shortly before the 2011 study Hayden cited. This must be 12 or 15 years ago at the request of Mac and Blow to recover some equipment. When I went down uh, directly underneath the uh, log dump, there was a layer of bark and wood fiber mixed with a thick layer of sludgy sediments that had a bacterial mat on top of it. And if you dig into that, which I had to do, it was quite black and stinky, smelling like hydrogen sulfide. But that was about 15 years ago. As far as the rest of the gorge, I dive moorings and dock lines all up and down the gorge, including the West End. And that is a clean sand bottom wherever rocks or mooring blocks or anything stick out of the sand, they're covered with growth. As you head into the deeper part of the basin, you do get finer sediments because it is a basin. Anything will settle out there and a mud bottom, but it appears to be clean to me. 
when you get up underneath the oyster rafts at the bee islets in particular, I've been down there 90 feet deep. There you get a matrix of plastics coming down off the uh, shellfish industry and shell. And that's all overlayered with a light sediment. But there are sea stars growing down there. There are sea anemones growing down there. There's fish down there. In fact, the oyster rafts themselves provide incredible structure in the water column for uh, creatures to live in. Again, I'm not a scientist, but I've done a lot of diving. That looks perfectly natural and okay. I would also like to add that the gorge is not the only area where that heavy anaerobic muck with the bacterial mats occurs. That's what the bottom of Cortez Bay is. That's also a lot of Squirrel Cove looks. And there were big booming operations in Squirrel Cove. I have to untangle anchors from sunken logs in Squirrel Cove quite regularly. And that is a really low viscosity, stinky muck that's covered in bacterial mats. It's a problem that's prevalent all around the island. And I would suspect anywhere that there was big booming operations in an enclosed bay with a relatively shallow entrance. The gorge has got a really strong tidal flushing action, and it's actually much cleaner than some of the other bays that I've dove in around Cortez Island. I don't know how much sediments may have been stirred up or how much sediments are still on the bottom underneath the log dump. The log dump has had very little use in the last decade or more. I think instead of sitting on the beach and wondering and worrying about what's happening below the water, it would be very good if an actual dive study was commissioned with divers mapping and identifying the um, anaerobic zone underneath the log dump and then studying the effects of log dumping later on. There just hasn't been enough logs entering the water to stir that stuff up. You've been listening to interviews with Mike Moore and Dr. Brian Hayden, as well as portions of an email from Mosaic Forestry Management about the log dump in Gorge Harbor. This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye. <laughs>